0: Are we on? Is it happening? Uh, I don't know see. about you, but I have a mustache today.
1: Yeah, I got a mustache. He's <laughs> yeah, still yours there. Is a beard. It's still <laughs>
0: there. How <laughs> are you doing, Brad? Happy E-Course Adventures Tuesday. Nice to see you again. Likewise, everybody. Thanks Hello, for joining friends us. Hello, There you are at E-Course Adventures Live. And today, we have Lisa Baker. And we're going to be talking about three, two, one.
1: Launch party!
0: Oh, I'm so excited! Yeah. I'm
1: talking about one of my favorite launch parts.
0: One of the most stressful parts of building a course is launching the course. The most anticipated yeah.
1: aspect. You know, yeah. we've worked so hard for possibly months, sometimes years, <laughs> and we get to that point where we launch it. And, you know, it's really important to be successfully launching your course yeah. because if you put all that time in and not doing the launching part right, yeah. you'll be sitting there kind of stranded weeping out, yeah out in the ocean of nothingness yeah where, where's the people exactly i so. made
0: it i watched field of dreams <laughs> if you build it they will come so we're going to talk about the whole launch thing so that's and coming up in our how, how did, did you, you do, do that? that section we're going to show you how we scaled
1: the top of marketer ridge
0: where we actually pull ourselves up onto the cliff ledge
1: it's yeah, pretty cool. All in the world of green screen. So, we'll be showing you how we did that. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll get into a couple other More. things if we have time. After this. After this. It's come. It's wait, 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 there. Right.
0: And we're back. That's
1: always so much fun. Yeah. Satisfying.
0: I like rock music. So we both, uh, as we announced last year or last week in our episode with Aaron and Jessica, we talked about turning your website into a growth machine uh, through testing, which we're actually going through their course right now. And I know there's a bunch of you that watched last week that are now also looking into going through their course that we're going through on advertising and marketing and testing and uh, I've been actually, I swore off Facebook at the beginning of the year. And a true I've, story. I, I deleted my account and all this sort of stuff and I had to resurrect it. And I've actually, the last week I've been doing a lot of testing as I go through their course and I'm actually having fun. I can't stop checking my ads manager <laughs> to just like watch the you know, numbers. If you're going to be
1: addicted to something on Facebook, yeah. it might as well be your business ads yeah. that's going to generate, you know, leads and and potential income and just helping people connect with your product
0: I haven't looked at the wall I haven't posted anything on the wall I haven't sent a message or responded to any messages I'm just stealthily in there just tweaking away and playing with words and seeing and it's it's really actually fascinating for me because I like writing and so I'm writing all these combinations of words that are in alignment with our philosophies, and I'm watching how people are responding to them. And yeah, it's it's been pretty neat. And so we actually met with their web team this morning, and we're talking about having them help us build our whole eCourse Adventures public-facing platform, which nice. uh, could be pretty cool. And for all of you out there in Watching Land, we're actually talking to them about... Um, working together on creating templates that essentially we would have a bunch of different templates for you to use for your sales pages and websites and uh, that would be tried, tested and proven to work um, and you would be able to use those as well. So there could be some cool partnership stuff coming down the, the line there. And Blair, where did you, we, last week, as we said, our investment in capital just came through last week, if which I, gives us yeah, hey, so good. Uh, a runway to really fulfill the vision that we're mm. trying to fulfill with e-course Adventures and build a, a Netflix-esque uh, platform for entertainment-based online education. So for all of you out there that are going through our courses, a space for you to host your courses and to be seen in the world, mm-hmm. and for us to really start a movement in online education to produce the kinds of courses that we believe in producing. Yeah. Um. And so both of us took a little hiatus from the real world after that came through to celebrate and recalibrate. So where did you go?
1: I went up to Squamish, BC, for a music festival. It was really lovely. It's called Blessed Coast. A really beautiful um, festival that is uh, not no alcohol, no drugs. At least that's the idea. Um. I'm so, sure everybody followed suit. Yeah. You know, it was nice because you know, that seems to be a problem in a lot of a lot of this sort of like festival life. And um, it made a big difference. A yeah. lot of family, a lot of elders, nice. a really beautiful indigenous, you know, First Nations presence there with ceremony. So it's a really, really nourishing place to be going to and, and celebrating with the arts, a lot of great music, uh, a lot of amazing visual artists as well. Hmm. Dancers of all types doing their work up on stage, workshops. It was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, I had a fun time, and, um, <laughs> which is kind of the opposite of your last you know, yeah. last little bit.
0: So while well, your... Blair was away, I went and house sat for him and took care of his cat. Yeah, And <laughs> I had a sleeper treat um, after grinding away for who knows how long. I felt tired. And so day one was a successful 16 hours of sleep. Day two wow. was about 11 hours of sleep. And then day three, I couldn't sleep. And I think I had five hours of sleep. <laughs> and I woke up at uh, 530 in the morning and I went to the golf course. Uh, it was our 90th anniversary. And I played 90 holes of golf wow. in a day. Uh,
1: and that was pretty awesome.
0: Do? I shot 10 under par. I was quite pleased. Wow! After 90 holes yeah. of golf. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was pretty pleased with that. It could have been a lot lower, but my last round, I started to
1: get tired <laughs> yeah so, no I'm kidding because like uh, how many how many holes in an actual game of 18 professional golf? so it's five well, it was 18. five 18 hole rounds in, and even in the uh, whole tournament yeah like a weekend tournament like the, the pro, 72 the Masters. Holes, 72 yeah
0: so i'm better than all of them which is great <laughs> uh, it was so much fun though i mean we just went round and round it took us about 12 hours Whoa. of non-stop golfing And then at the end, our last three holes, we had a bunch of uh, legacy members come out. And these are guys that were in their 90s and they finished out with us and and played the last few holes. So it was was pretty special. Cool. Amazing. Awesome. And so that just goes to say, like... You know there's the work and there's the grind and it's important to work hard and stay focused and also to celebrate the victories along the way and take time out to live your summer life so for all of you that are in our green screen magic course right now and you're kicking yourselves in the butts and you're being hard on yourself because you haven't really dug into the content and it's just sitting there tapping you on the shoulder it's okay enjoy your summer there's like a holy flow for all of the steps that you need to take in your business. And maybe those steps will come in September. Maybe they'll come in August when you've got some vacation time. Just put it in your calendar so that you have that anchor point
1: to dig into whatever it is that you need to dig into. And
0: hopefully we'll see you on the big stage in green screen
1: magic. Oh, it's such a balance of finding, you know, finding that balance between work and play. Yeah. And to nourish your soul when we're putting that extra time and grind into, yeah. into the work. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's July 31st, so it's like oh, wow, right in, in the middle of the summer. So if you haven't gone to a lake or a river or some sort of body of water to get yourself nice and refreshed, You should. It's the middle of the summer. So go and enjoy that. I guess unless you're down in maybe Australia, it's kind of winter down there. So I guess so. Yeah. But it's still Hmm. swimming weather wherever you are there. (laughs) (laughs) So do it. Do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you say? Hmm. Let's talk about that thing that tends to be really stressful. I know for for us, um, you know, launching our various courses. You said that word. I know special word launch 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 um (laughs) launching the grady course adventure i mean for us the launch is the Mm pre-sale um when we launch a course i'm sure we can dig into pre-sales as well like when we launched green screen magic it was a it was like six weeks before it went live we were pre-selling at a discount discounted prices um and for us that was our our launch that helped us to actually stay focused and to know that there was an audience available to purchase the course. With The Grady course Adventure, same thing. We pre-sold it, we did an eight week pre-sale where we gave people the option to try it out before they purchased it. And all of you that bought it helped to make it possible. I think we had about $32,000 in pre-sales and that's what got us to launch Summit, to actually build the course. Um, And so launching, there's a lot of details. First, there's like you just built the course. Does the course work or the automation set up properly? Does the shopping cart work? Mm-hmm. Like you got to do all this testing. Plus, there's the whole marketing strategy. There's finding affiliate partner. So let's let's invite Lisa on, and we're gonna talk about epic launches. All right, Lisa, hello, there? Lisa. Wonderful to see you again. This is actually your second time joining us. This is the first time since doing E Course Adventures live, but you came and taught a workshop on creating authentic partnerships a little while ago. So it's lovely to have you back and to see you again. It's so great to be back. And, um, and Blair, it's great
1: to meet you. You—you weren't—I uh, don't think you were here when I was when I taught the virtual. No, not last time. So yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you. Now you've you've been in the whole e
0: learning biz and copywriting and marketing side of things for quite a little bit of time. Do you want to give us like a, a a little walk through your history with with launches and where you've seen the industry go and kind of take us to where how you're operating in it now?
2: Yeah. Okay. So that's a broad question. I know. So I-
0: that's I- we like to start broad and then we'll just okay. narrow in as we go. Um-
2: Yeah. So I started, um, really working on online course launches in, uh, 2014, 20. Yeah. Right around there. Um, as a, as a J manager. So basically helping clients launch their online courses with mostly running their affiliate partnerships. Um, and probably everybody's familiar with the whole affiliate partnership thing. How you get you know a whole bunch of different people to help promote your launch and you know promote your course. Yeah. Yada yada yada. So um, and most of the clients that I've worked with have kind of followed the, the the product launch formula model for the most part, where you have three pieces of pre-launch content. You talked about the pre-selling, which I think was maybe a little newer in 2014. It's pretty standard now, I think. Yeah. Um, to launch your to launch to yeah, basically the launcher course before you finish creating it yeah. to, sell, to pre-sell it. And I definitely recommend that. I think, um, you know, as far as the, the launch itself, it doesn't really matter whether the course is made or not, like how you're going to do the launch. You know, that's kind of a separate question. But the nice thing about launching first is then you have money to make a better course. Totally. Um, and, you know, you're not wasting all your time and efforts on, you know, something that nobody's going to buy.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, which never good no. people do a lot <laughs> anyways yeah so I, I guess I've been I've been doing that pretty much since 2014 and the last couple of years I started um, working with smaller clients solopreneurs teaching them how to work with partners um, and I don't have an online course yet uh, which maybe we'll get into that I don't I haven't I haven't done enough working with people one-on-one to feel like I want to make an online course yet yeah uh, which goes back, we were talking a little before the show started about instructional design. That's part of my whole theory of like the right way to, yeah. to launch. <laughs> I actually
0: love hearing you say that because I hear so many people say, I want to make an online course. And that's before they've ever taught a workshop or worked with a client. And until you start like actually helping people get real results in the topic mm-hmm. that you're going to be building a course on, you actually don't know how to teach the thing that you're going to be teaching other people. Like it takes a lot of working with real humans and be like, oh, okay, I just coached you to do that. That didn't work. Or, oh, you had a resistance blocker that came up when we tried that strategy. Okay, I need to make sure I address that in the e-course version, knowing that every single person is going to have resistance pop up here. Like there's so many things that are necessary. So congratulations
1: on not launching a course. I'm really happy for
0: you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Eventually, eventually. <laughs> yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. With, with that said, though, I can tell there's going to be a really good course in you somewhere. Yeah. You know, once we yeah. can oh
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It's kind of like the the
0: the idea of like I'm gonna write my biography before I've actually got any life experience. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know those people. Doesn't like every millennial go through that stage of like I'm gonna write my biography. It's going to be it'll be about my life, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're 26. Yeah,
2: what life, what life you child? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so the um. I forgot what I was going to say. I had an idea that just ran away. I got distracted.
0: We'll, we'll track it Christ. down.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it'll come back.
0: So what we were talking about before and before I so wonderfully interrupted you um, <laughs> was just around uh, the idea of pre-launching and how you uh, supported JV Partners to, to basically launch their courses and then that kind of went into the whole pre-launch thing
2: yeah so the, the so this is the thing that I've noticed over the last few years particularly um, the I mentioned the product launch formula I don't know are your listeners your watchers sorry we're not we're on TV now yeah yeah, um, yeah. Jeff
0: yeah. Walker, Walker product developers. launch formula basically any of you that have signed up for a free thing have gone through the Jeff Walker product launch formula you sign up for the free bait and then you get sent three emails and then after you've gone through those first three lessons you are sent an email tsunami for the next 10 days to sign (laughs) up now before
1: it's too late so it's like a 14 day (laughs) launch window yeah
0: everybody does it we've done it we don't really do it anymore
1: over familiar with it now i'd say yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah, everybody does it, and it's it's so overdone. That's yeah. really the issue. And I think you know when Jeff Walker it was, was it ten years ago? I mean, it was a long time Isn't ago. Really when so, he,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, when it was about ten years ago, when he first came up with this idea, and it was actually it was a very novel concept at the time totally. because it was actually less hype than yeah. most people were familiar with because he had the whole concept of sidewise selling, yeah. which was rather than just come straight out and be like buy my thing, it was like first let me give you free stuff which is useful and valuable and helpful and which gives you a taste of how great this stuff is. And then you're going to be more excited to buy the free thing. So back, you know, 10 years ago, when people first started doing this, it was very novel. It was very exciting. And people were really like, Oh my God, this video was really great. I can't wait for the next video. And there weren't, you know, there wasn't such a tsunami of this kind of thing going on. Yeah. But in in the last few years, particularly, I feel like I really came in, to the industry right at the time when it was peaking. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, probably 2014 is really 2015, right around there is when stuff really started to feel very oversaturated. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm like, maybe I was part of some of the last great launches, you know, as far as like great, you yeah. know, the really big ones where you have this crazy conversion rate. So, y'all were talking about the marketing and the testing, um, you know. So, so yeah, that was fun, whatever. But it, it, it does not, that kind of thing doesn't work the way that it used to. Yeah. Um, it's not as effective as it used to be if the goal is to make sales. And a lot of people are still, you know, use launches just with the goal of growing your list, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is a really useful thing too. But of course, if you're launching a new online course, then your main goal is to make sales. And it's not even just because you need the money necessarily, I'm just, you probably do. But mostly it's because in order for your course to become a good course you have to sell it you need to fill it with people so that you can then take a group of people through it and figure out what you need to tweak in the instructional design to make it the best it can be you know what i mean yeah. like that i think is the primary reason why you need to launch a course um you know if you we were talking before like if you if you have a brand new course that no one that you've never taught this in a group format i don't care if you have taught this to three thousand people one-on-one and they're so damn kudos to you. Um, but if you've never taught it in a group format, you need to do it live. Mm-hmm. And in order to do it live, you need to get enough people in it at the same time. And in order to do that, you need to have some kind of a launch. Because, um, yeah. you know, even if you're just, if you've got an email list that's big enough to do that, that's great. You know, maybe you can just get people from your own email list. But either way, you need to launch it. You need to put stuff out there. And, um, and just you know, putting your, offering your course first thing is not going to, um, it's not going to get a bunch of people to sign up, you know? So I think the the concept of story selling and the sideways selling, I think that's still valid. Yep. Um, and I think the biggest thing that's missing now in, you know, that's making the product launch formula less effective is just the fact that, you know, Everyone has seen it. Everyone has been through it. People are a lot more sophisticated. They're a lot mm. more aware. So when they see the free video, they know it's coming. They know that yeah. down the pipeline, there's... Yeah. You know,
1: I'm paranoid. I know. I, I get anxious <laughs> yeah, in like, like
2: I can't I give you my email like, oh, address. I know God. it's coming. <laughs> so I think if we, if you need to launch something effectively, then I think there's two things you need to do. Number one, I think you need to offer more free stuff. Um, mm. it used to be like, a, and this is just a real basic thing. You know, it used to be like a four to one, three to one ratio of like, you give them three free things and then bam, you know, you, um, you can have the thing you, you can, you can sell. And now I think it needs to be more of a, t- like a 10 to one ratio.
0: Um,
2: yeah. where you're giving people just a lot more stuff that gives them a taste of who you are, of what you're offering, of the results they can get.
0: Yeah, totally. But
2: also... Um, and you actually, you're seeing that a lot of the bigger, if you if you look at the big launches now, you will see <laughs> there's a whole thing now, I just got a thing today about like the pre-pre-launch. So now they have like the pre-launch content and they have the pre-pre-launch content. And so they're doing this longer lead up. This is a really common thing um, that a lot of people are recognizing a lot of people are starting to do. But I think the other piece that is still missing for a lot of launches is that you need a diversity of content. Hmm. And because, you know, <sighs> So many people are just going out there, like, here's three videos that are like teaching about my thing. And so maybe, you know, you're going to do six videos teaching about your thing, but that's still, that's just so, it's, it's so constrained and it's not really going to give people an experience mm-hmm. and it's not going to necessarily give them results. Like free teaching is just not as valuable as it used to be. It's just not. You know, there's, you, I could learn this on YouTube for free. Here you are learning it on YouTube for free right now, you know? <laughs> um, so um, so I think that the content needs to have a variety of goals. Because um, in the past, it's been like a lot of launches, kind of the, the main goal was just to teach stuff and maybe a couple other things too. But I, need, there need, I think there needs to be a core goal of engagement where you're, which is, you know, there are some launches, you see this sometimes with challenges and stuff like that. Um, but live events, things that are more interactive and that are not about selling, that are just about getting people involved. And I think um, I think there's a lot of people from other industries too. Like if you look at movie launches or TV shows, and like in the entertainment industry especially, there's a lot of really exciting stuff that um, that I'm hoping to experiment with some of these kinds of ideas with my clients. Just more stuff that's just out there. Just the purpose is to engage and entertain.
1: Totally. Yeah. Just like you know, your favorite actor will be on all the talk shows like promoting right. promoting or, their new yeah. movie and it's just yeah just talking about yeah, entertaining yeah that's fun
2: but like um game of thrones did this thing where they built this like big like construction of a uh dinosaur skeleton on a beach and it was <laughs> I can't remember where it was did y'all hear about this no, this was uh-uh. like this was, how, this was like for a launch of, I think it was for a launch of one of the seasons. Obviously, that kind of thing takes a lot of money. But, um, but you know, this kind of like where you do some kind of guerrilla marketing type stuff. And um, what was the other one that did a ton of stuff like that, a TV show? So uh, it was a TV show that did a ton of guerrilla marketing a few years back that was just hilarious. Like um, Adult Swim, that was it. I can't even remember now what they did they had people dressed up in crazy costumes like standing by the side of the road for you know and it's a total mystery nobody has a clue why or what's going on you know yeah but I
0: love but, this sort that of, kind stuff. of
2: thing. what's that
0: i said i love this sort of stuff like just like, get out of the box how are we going to grab attention here to get exactly. our message out? be
2: funny be entertaining be creative yeah be, you know we, engage people be mysterious you know yeah. We got
0: hired from a, by a hemp company, just a quick side story, um, to produce a music video a few years ago and we put it on Facebook and on day one, like a big name health author, David Wolf, posted on his Facebook page and overnight we had 100,000 views on the video. And we're like, this is what it's all about. It took us three days to make this really funny and awesome music video showcasing the benefits of hemp and overnight there's 100,000 people that are sharing it on Facebook. And so, you know, that sort of stuff is just, it's, it's way more effective. That's actually one of the reasons why for all of our students, like we encourage you to create an e-course trailer, a trailer for the landing page of your course to, you know, just like a movie who doesn't watch the trailer for a movie before they go watch the movie. You're not going to commit
1: to an hour and a half to you know, to wait to see if it's a bad movie. So why would
0: you commit to like three weeks of your life to sign up for somebody's course without
1: seeing a trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I would see the trailer. Yeah, and I really like (laughs) what you're chatting about, too, about having more free content that's diversified. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think it's easier than ever to be doing something like that. And we all have these little pocket devices that have amazing cameras, even just going out and shooting some real lo-fi, real budget stuff, just starting to show who you are. I think that's the key. It's about the relationship of Mm teacher-student rather than, Cause there's so many opportunities to find it's like, everybody's doing everything these days. And so yeah, it's like, how do you find your teacher? Right. It's finding the right one.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That actually is a good, there's another. Well, well, yeah, this is the engaging is one thing, like getting people involved and entertained, but yeah. then also presenting the story, hmm. um, which of course is the movie trailer thing is like, the best way to do that that's such a great way to do that but you can also tell stories about your customers and about your your like your course's role in the world um you know like the 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 impacts that you want to have in the world i just lost you guys i can't see you is that just me
1: yeah we're we're still here it's okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) that's just the beauty of wonderful production (laughs) yeah we just everyone wants to see you a little bit more so there you go
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so telling the stories, you know, um, I think, you know, it can be the stories, your own story about like why you made the course, but also about your customers and about the results. But I think the mission is a key thing too with stories. Cause um, I think another thing that a lot of courses probably fail to do is really inspire people.
1: Right. Um, yeah.
2: And I, you know, I mean, this cause information is there's so much information and that's, Information is the I in Epic. It's the E is engage, P is present stories, I is inform, and then C is commit to buy. Um, but we'll slow down.
1: Say that one more time.
2: Okay, so Epic, E is engage. So, you know, stuff that gets people involved, that gets people doing things with you. Um, P is present stories. Hmm. So, you know, the storytelling. Um, I is inform and teach, because that piece is important too. And I think. Particularly, you want to um, make sure that you you teach enough to give people real results. Mm-hmm. You know, so many of these product launch formula things, they'll put out this video where it's just like, you know, it's this thing that they could learn on YouTube in 10 minutes or even just by Googling, and it really doesn't give any actual results. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you try it, and it doesn't really do anything for you. And I think... Um, you know you there's a balance you need to strike sometimes between how much you can give away for free but the more that you can the more that people are going to you know experience it and benefit from it and the thing that i've found that surprises me too with the giving away free stuff is it's crazy how you can give away so much for free but people don't get it you know um they and i'm sure you guys have experienced this a lot with you know with launching stuff and just because y'all do a ton of free stuff yeah. and you know, but but you can give all this stuff for free, and people they'll they'll like consume it and even engage with it, but they don't necessarily really grasp it, mm-hmm. and they'll still sign up to pay for something that is a lot of the same material. It's the same information, but it's you know they're going to get it in a different way because they're committing in a different way mm. yeah. when they buy it. You know,
1: right? Totally.
0: Well, people are, I mean, the reason people invest in an e-course rather than just watching for free on, on YouTube is because they're investing in a process. They're wanting right. to be handheld through an experience that takes them from not knowing to knowing how to do something. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right.
2: People can, like, you know, if you're very self-motivated, you can create your own process for that, yeah. you know? And so some people do, but, um, but, but that doesn't you know, yeah, a lot of people want that help and it mm-hmm. doesn't. So I don't think it takes away, I guess is what I'm trying to say is like, it's, you'd be surprised how much you can give away without it taking away from your course.
1: Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, what was C? Yeah. Oh, C
2: is commit to buy,
1: commit to buy. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or you could say close the sale, but I just hate that phrase.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Put that there in our chat. And just a reminder for anyone that's uh, watching live, if you have any questions, you can add it to our live chat and we'll get to those. But um, yeah, I think that's a big part of, of putting putting out the free content. Like I've been watching this astrologer by the name of K. Pacha for a number of years because he puts out a weekly free 15, 20 minute just kind of um, download on what's going on in the solar system and, and such every week and you can follow and it's so informational for someone wanting to get into astrology which I have been and and then I find watching him I I see him being able to go around the world and can be completely taken care of his workshops are always sold out and because he's continuously offering this free super valuable piece of himself you get to really enjoy him so he becomes almost a little bit of a celebrity so it's like when he comes to town it's like oh my god kate batch is coming to the town gotta yeah. go get tickets you know they don't want to miss seeing him live yeah. and it's kind of like the merging of this e-course world that we've all been quite familiar with over the last decade and so and what's been happening in the online like youtube world of of constant creation and creating almost our own personal celebrity among our crowd our communities that start to grow
0: I um I was actually meditating on this over the weekend, um, and just this simple idea came to me that like the more we open our doors to community coming into our home, and our home could be our our online community or our courses, the more we just like openly share ourselves and what we have with people the richer we become Mm. and there's so much like so many payment gateways and like VIP access only and just like this posturing thing that takes place. And, and like, Mm. I really feel like our, our wealth is in relationships. And so Mm. how do we get, how do we build relationships with the real people that are on the other side of the computer screens that are interested in what we're talking about and sharing. Um, and You know, the company Mighty Networks, who we're we're soon to be shifting over to with our online community and uh, our courses, like they're creating an amazing opportunity for anybody to build your own social network based on your interests and what you want to be creating a closed community. So, all of those Facebook groups that are full of distractions, you could create the go to hub around your topic of interest and you could curate courses on that topic. And you can also produce courses on that topic, which is a, a beautiful thing to offer. Cause it's really, mm. um, it's selling as a conversation. It's not a uh, pointing the finger at other people. Right?
2: Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Selling as a conversation is a really important phrase. I think, yeah. um, I think, you know, and this actually, you're talking about relationships, which, as you know, Brad, is like my big passion is um, partners to help promote your launch and just relationships in general. Um, and I think, you know, my my core belief around that, you know, especially around like recruiting affiliate partners to help you share about your course, which you probably need to do if you don't have very much of a list of yourself, then you probably need to get other people promoting it too. Yeah. Um, Which, and that goes down to the value of your course, um, and it's, and the, just the intrinsic value of your offer. Um, There's this, you know, there's, and there's, there's two things about that. One thing, one reason why I've seen launches not do well, going back to that, is um, that sometimes people try to, and this is one of the challenges with free content too, you try to launch something but you aren't clear in your message about how it's different from all the free stuff you've been doing or about the other stuff you've sold in the past. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's just like, "Oh, that's really cool. It's the same thing I already did, even though it's not. Um, so so you need to be very clear on um, on not just on the value of it but on how you're describing the value of it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, do you have any tips and- on how how we can do that?
2: <laughs> be unique. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, um, I'll, I'll, I'll come. Let me come back to that in a second, because okay. I want to finish my thought about value in general. Um, because I also believe that the core value of um, your course is the way that you get partners on board. Um, a lot of people feel like, in order to reach out to partners to ask them to promote your course, you basically have to know people and you have to just luck into knowing people or you have to network your way and schmooze your way until you can convince people to get to know you and then maybe hopefully someday promote you. Um, and I think that's crazy. It, it's great. It's, it's wonderful to get to know people on a slow, you know, organic fashion. That's wonderful. But also, if you have something that is truly valuable for a partner's audience, then you don't need to be able to offer a reciprocal promotion. You don't need to have a list as big as theirs if you have something that's really valuable. And Um, and this goes back to the free stuff. You need to be willing to give a lot of free stuff to the partners. One thing that I'm encouraging my clients to do now with launches is to their, for their initial pitch to potential partners to actually be, Hey, I'm I'm working on this new course, you know, and it's, it's on this topic and I'm an expert on this and I would love to do this for you for free you know, do you want a VIP day? You know, can I offer you this thing? Let me help you with, with this thing. So the partners can number one, experience the value for themselves because then they're going to have a personal story to share with their own audience about how your stuff works mm-hmm. and why it's awesome. Um, but also number two, because then you're, you're the way that you're asking people to commit is purely an offer. It's a value offer. Yeah. Yeah rather than you know sales as a conversation but really as a as an offer conversation where you're trying to give them something not trying to beg them for something does that make sense yeah it makes total sense um,
1: yeah there's a big so vibrational difference in those two things totally and, yeah, totally
2: and that you know that that has, you have to recognize your own value too and that goes back to my whole um i i wrote a book called how to grow your business and be a better human about connecting with people on a foundation of human equality and seeing that first, because no matter, this is true, you know, with the people that you're trying to teach and also with the people, the influencers you want to connect with, all of us have the same equal human value.
1: Yeah. Where and can we find that book?
2: Yeah. Um, learn, where is that book? It's at <laughs> <a> learn, <laughs> learnpartnermarketing.com.
1: <laughs> okay. Learnpartnermarketing.com. Now you put it in the notes here. Is that one of the, is that a free offering when you give your email? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, that is free. Right. Yeah. You will get on my newsletter. Um don't worry, I won't spam you because I'm
1: really bad. <laughs> <about it>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'm super lazy. Um so um but so yeah, I think that's a that, so back to the question you asked like any tips as to mm-hmm. like identify your core value. Um well, you know, the real expert on this, Brad, is our mutual friend, Tad Hargrave, mm-hmm. who has right. a program called The Niching Spiral that I cannot recommend highly enough. Totally. We um, just had
1: him on the other week. So anyone watching, you that's can go right, he did. Yeah. our, our yeah. little library behind this and watch our conversation with him. That was a lot of yeah.
2: fun. Yeah, he's the we, genius at niching. Um, but I think there's, there's several different ways that you can um, kind of narrow down on your value. And, your, and for me, actually, the, this is my quick and dirty tip, actually, Well, I have a couple, um, and I have a game for it too, if you guys want to learn my game. Um, but with an online course, particularly, I think the easiest way to, um, to make it something really unique and really different and to narrow down on your core value is to offer it for a very specific audience. So for example, um, I have a client who's a dating coach and that's very generic. Right? There's like zillions of dating coaches out there. How do you stand out as a dating coach? So she decided to narrow it down that she wants to be a breakup coach, um, and, which is a bit more unique. There are breakup coaches, that is a thing, but it's, you know, it's a specific stage. It's like you're not looking to actually find a new relationship yet. You're just like you just broke up and you're, you're, you're transitioning through that stage. And then she decided to be even more specific and be a, a breakup coach for introverts. <laughs> um, which I'm like, this is awesome. I don't I can't find anybody who does this. This is totally unique. But this there's two things this does for her. Number one, it opens up a lot of different possibilities as far as types of influencers that she can connect with, because she doesn't need to just connect with dating coaches. She can though, because she's offering something different. Um, but she can also connect with people who help introverts, you know, introvert business coaches and introvert, you know, relationships out. There's all sorts of scenes in that whole world that are that are just a whole different thing where she's going to be totally unique right
0: uh-huh.
2: um that's so great, nice.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's we quite do a great e-course adventure for introverts sure why not yeah. i think they should be
2: for nerds or something <laughs> yeah. okay so nerd fitness is a great example yeah. of it All um, right. you know, chad hargrave is also marketing for hippies yeah. right um you combine unlike things or you take you take something that a lot of people do, and you offer it to someone that no one is offering it to.
1: Right. And that's, um, a, that's a good idea when it comes to entrepreneurial, like, you know, intelligence, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> Find those so, markets.
2: So my, like, quick and dirty, like, game for figuring this out is I call it the index card game. Um, and I actually learned it from, I can never pronounce her name, but, you know, the multi-potentialite lady? How do you like? Emily? Emily, like? yeah. Emily, yeah. It, I can't pronounce it. Emily Wapnick, right? Isn't that her name?
0: Yeah. I thought it
2: was Emily or something
0: French. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, um, so I actually learned this game in a workshop that she taught at WDS. But, um, but I think I modified it. I'm not sure. But anyways, you basically, you take a stack of index cards and you just, on each index card, you write something you're passionate about. And it does not need to be, related to your business or your course or whatever. It can be anything. It can be, you know, backpacking, uh, protest camps, uh, you know, social justice, ending homelessness, um, human connections, you know, launches, you know, whatever. So you just playing guitar, you know, you just e-courses, you know, you just, you know, um, movies, you know, you just list these, whatever on the index cards and then you flip them all over, you spread them out on the floor. And then you take two cards and you flip them at the same time and then you meditate on how you could connect to these two things hmm. and it is so fucking fun mm. um i actually this was you know this is like how i came up with the whole like radical human quality was like because i volunteer a lot with um with people experiencing homelessness and uh and one of the, one of my favorite places to volunteer is foot clinic i go there every week i i work on homeless guys fungal toenails it's it's like my favorite thing um but but that combined with partnerships was how I came up with this whole idea of radical human equality because I realized that the way that I relate to homeless guys is the same way that I relate to JV partners and that there's this this you know this foundation of the way that I think about people that I think is really important in all human relationships um so so, and, you know, at some point I will definitely do an e-course, you know, that will be one of those. I can't even remember. i
1: homeless guy toenail hygiene.
2: No, I'm not going to do an e-course on that. I am launching. <laughs>
1: There's I mean, a market though. for it though.
2: Mm-hmm. And we're launching a new clinic actually. Um, Cause I do, I do one on Mondays, but we're going to start one on the weekends with um, Food Not Bombs, which is a, it's a national nonprofit that they serve a meal every Sunday in the park. So anyway, it's going to be Foot Not Bombs. <laughs> I'm super <laughs>
1: and so what so what city is this then lisa just so we can if if, it atlanta atlanta Atlanta. and
2: if anybody is watching in atlanta and want to come volunteer with me please email me i will totally hook you up Uh, come do toenails with me it's awesome nice
0: that's so wonderful (laughs) if you're ever in the salt spring area my toenails could use some care
1: yeah I I am all about toenails. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Not all about like lunches and
2: partnerships. I'm all about toenails. You know that,
1: and it just makes me think of how important it is for us to be authentic and feel like feel safe and free to actually express ourselves with what we really like because that will bring success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of a guaranteed yeah. success if you really dive into your passion.
0: <laughs> Well, and the the idea around the, the merging your passion with the business, like that's how we got the Grady e course adventure. We were designing our courses <laughs> while out on these epic hikes and we're like, Well, what if we turn that into it's the course on building courses and we merge those a, passions?
1: An epic hike up this mountain, right? Yeah.
0: And so yeah. I I Ta-da. think that's it's such a brilliant <laughs> thing. And that's the idea. Like, why do we get into business to, for ourselves? Well, it's because we want to live this most ideal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And most people think, well, I'll live the ideal lifestyle when I get the success of my business. But how do you make your business an aligned aspect of, of that yeah. vision that you're trying to create for yourself? Like mm-hmm. if you're a life coach and you love hiking on the weekends, well, why not do hiking and life coaching at the same time? Cause there's probably clients out there that I, want to do that. I you think know, you're like, on to something Bradley. There's, there's just like, Why not take your business idea and take your passion and bring those worlds together? And you've got like a unique offering that other people are like, I love hiking and I need a coach. Wow. I'm going to go with you because that's obvious. That sounds more fun.
2: Right. And then to circle back to launches, that makes it so much clearer in your messaging.
0: Totally. When you
2: have this unique angle on it. You know, yeah. then it's very easy to explain, you know, here's why this is different. Here's why this is special. Here's what I'm offering. And it feels like something you're giving, you know, rather than something that you're begging people to be mm, part of. Yeah. Um, other quick and dirty trick I have for finding your unique value, and this one's also my favorite. They're both my favorite, um, is to just sit down and rant, um, you know, write, write it down or type it or, or video, whatever, whatever you like, just to rant about everything that is wrong in your industry <laughs> everything that everybody else is doing wrong and all of the things that are just stupid and awful and and you'll come up with all of these things that you then realize you're doing differently nice yeah um that I, yeah that works if you're familiar with your industry i do find a lot
1: of people that's kind of an and, important part though of it isn't it <laughs> I, well, I, I, hope I, hope
2: I maybe maybe y'all, i'm sure that y'all's people don't do this but i find a lot of my clients are just like they're not real familiar with their own industry, you know, they're like, well, I do this thing, you know, and yes, there's other, there's other people like me out there, but I don't worry about that. (laughs) Okay. Well, you need to study these people, but, um, but that's, that can be a great exercise too, you know, going through and studying your competitors. I hate that word. Um, but finding the things you don't like about what they're doing, seeing the things, you know, find all the online courses that are on the same topic as yours. Yeah. and study there you know because nine times out of ten you can find the outline of the course you know on the website you can find the curriculum you can go through and be like well it's missing this whole huge piece that is I find is the most important piece for my students and, mm-hmm. and they just left it out entirely you know
0: yeah mm-hmm. uh,
2: and if you can get to the point where you can say this is the only course that does X then you know you have a winner.
1: Yeah. You know I, I see a parallel like as a musician there is that's an industry that's so saturated and it's like yeah, okay there's, how do we
0: It's too much music. It's
1: so much music. Oh it's just it's already like, you know, and it's not like I'm just going to sit back and not make music because it comes through me. But what i've been noticing as i get more and more into actually djing is something i've been playing around with just for fun around here and just because <laughs> i like music and it's fun to do on a saturday night here and there for friends and and such but the more i've been getting into that the more i'm searching for music and trying to find the tracks that's going to get everyone dancing and having fun the more i realize oh my god there's i, I can't find the music i'm looking for you know because i'm actually going into into it compared to just being in my room trying to make music for everybody i'm trying to find what i want them to do and i can't and it's like ah there's a hole
2: you I, make?
1: I need to make that music and now it's like there we go there's like a nice what little hole
2: do you make flair what, what
1: kind of music do i make
2: yeah
1: um well i'm looking to
2: <laughs> don't tell me you don't know
1: yeah well that's it it's like how do i describe this
2: okay pause in a past life i was a booking agent for uh, local bands in a venue. And like, anytime somebody walked in and was like, well, can't really describe it. I was like, Don't
1: Later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not quitting my day <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Come on, tell me what you
0: do.
1: <laughs> what do you do, Blair? Come well, on. Well, you know, it's, it's merging um, dance music, electronic music, and that sort okay. of rhythms that get the hips mo- uh, moving, but bringing more of the sacred um sacred songs into it so um That's like awesome. medicine songs and and stuff that you can because i like sitting in ceremony and circle and singing a lot of that so bringing that sort of music together and um, sure there's some producer djs that are out there but
2: ceremonial dance music see now i want to book you that's awesome
1: <laughs>
0: nice <laughs> way to go you
1: got the gig oh, Right, <laughs> hey, atlanta georgia here job. we come no yeah. don't quit that day job
2: <laughs> i'm not a booking agent here this was like 20 years ago past life
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome
2: that's great i do indie chick rock that's half comedy and half social commentary so there you go
1: oh wow sweet that's pretty fun we'll have to get you on again and we'll just like
2: we'll do music we'll so
1: just make music videos for an hour
2: yeah that would be awesome can we do that yeah totally
0: so let's just um to kind of tie this into a knot you've given some really great tips oh oh right before we get to the last last notes um for those of you that don't like the word competition Mm. i came up with another one that is called industry mirrors so instead of your competition it's your industry mirror I like that and they're simply just reflecting back to you what you need to know but they you know? kind of like it's during like,
1: a dream during like i
2: love that yeah. your mirrors i love that yeah That's your mirrors
0: fantastic. yeah so fantastic. you can just learn from them rather than like try and compete and destroy them it's just learn from them and
2: i like to call them your partners but yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the collaborators. they might not feel mutually the same <laughs> right um, <Yeah>. so it's- <laughs> Uh, with my question how where would you somebody that's like their course is almost done you know and they're like I want to launch in October sort Mm -hmm. of thing right Mm -hmm. now we're in we're about August so you know they got three months What's sort of like You know, without giving it all away, because obviously we want people to hire you, because you're gonna help them way more than what they could help themselves. Because it helps to have. But this is a great
1: opportunity to give your free stuff away. Totally, the more you give. (laughs) So
2: I am happy to give it all away.
1: Yeah. What's uh? What would you suggest?
2: Okay. So okay, you want to launch in October. All right. It's not a lot of time. Because your list right
0: now. Let's just say their list is less than a thousand. So they're they're still pretty small, right? Just starting.
2: they need partners. Um,
0: Chris is on right now. And he said, that's me, I'm launching in October. So here we go. Chris his list. I think Chris Chris, is over a thousand, but that's okay.
2: Okay. Number one, you need your core value statement. Um, which is basically, you know, the description of, um, oh, he just got here. So he missed it. So, but it's basically the the description of the, the core value of why your course is different. Um, and and why it's it's helpful for people and then you're going to need to make a list of potential partners who can help you promote it um you're going to start with people that you know um but ideally people who have a bigger audience than you do and then you're going to go to people that you don't know but you're going to find people who are um who have who offer complementary things to what you offer so um i don't so like if you um well, let's see. I teach about like partnerships and launches. So I, I, I can partner with somebody who helps people create online courses, right? And then I can help you launch it once exactly.
1: you, after you
2: create it, right? So um, yeah, so you want to focus on finding people with bigger audiences and then you want to figure out what you can offer partners that's going to be just a, a no question, huge win for them. So your offer is not going to be, hey, will you please promote my thing? It's going to be something like, you know, hey, would you be interested in this VIP day where I can help you get these results? Or, you know, would you be interested in um, this affiliate commission? You know, I can offer you this affiliate commission. That only really works as a pitch if you have um, a proven earned per click, which you don't yet if it's a brand new course. So, um, But also you want to focus on the value for their audience of here's why this course is awesome, here's why it's going to help your people, and therefore here's why you might want to share it. Hmm. Um, and so then you're going to start approaching people, and I have a... Um, I have a whole a technique for approaching people. It's it's pretty simple. I have some templates for it. It's uh, I think if you go to authenticpartnership.rock/email-influencers, I think it's there. I I'll find the link. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it's how to email influencers. It's basically exactly what to say in your outreach, um, and then just and if you want people in October, you want to start reaching out right now. Um, because people with big lists, oftentimes their promotional calendar is full a year in advance. So it's definitely too late for people with really big lists, but it's, it's for people with like medium sized lists. Again, if it's valuable for their audience. If it's a good, um, a good offer for their audience. Um, and so you want, you want to start right away, reaching out to potential partners. Um, and at the same time, you want to start figuring out what your launch content is going to be. Um, because again, I, I do think it's, it's really valuable to have all of this, you know, the free stuff you want to give away as much free stuff as you can. So you want to think about the different ways you can engage people, different ways you can present your story, the different ways you can inform and teach people, and then the different ways you can ask them to buy, ask them to commit to to be part of your course without, um, without it feeling like you're begging, without it being hype, uh-huh. you know, um, yeah. um, and one really good way to do that too, is to have a list of like, here's, here's who this is for. And not one of those stupid things like this is for people who want to grow their business or this is for <laughs> who are doers and shakers and this is not for people who are um, losers you know? yeah <laughs> like, I mean like I like people.
1: what Tad, Tad says it's like actually putting out there like what this who this course is not for yeah
2: exactly who it's not for I, yeah, really I, totally, I, that. I totally stole that from Tad but I think it's really effing important because you know because the more specific that you are about who it's for and who it's not for, mm-hmm. then the more people are going to, like the right people are going to read it and be like,
1: oh, this is. Which stack. is so important, like for our mm-hmm. peace of mind to be working with people that are actually, you know, our people. Cause yeah, it's we've such learned from <laughs> <laughs> having people who aren't really in alignment and they usually take 90% of your time. Yeah. To, oh right? Cause they don't get
0: it. They don't get you. They don't get uh-huh. your process. It's just like, it's just a constant headache and it's way better to just give them their money back or not accept their money in the first place.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have
2: a lot of, um, kind of not super explicit, well, relatively explicit stuff about my politics on my sales pages, Mm. Um, because it is extremely important to me not to work with, um, clients who, are opposed to me politically <laughs> because I'm real political.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. And if that, and that's it. And that's going to attract more people that right. actually are in alignment with, with you and just yeah. makes your life right. and your conversations, like we've been chatting about, just so much easier. Yeah. And it just becomes, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: It's like, well, if I spent the weekend at a protest camp, you know, and then I'm like coming down on Monday talking with my client, like I don't want to have to hide that piece of myself. You know, I don't want to have to be like, wait, oh, yeah, what'd you do this weekend? I was, I was protesting ice. You know, <laughs> like, I, don't to, I don't want to not yeah. be able to, talk like that, you know, because it's important.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so, um, so that we've got, yeah, those are, those are, that's a great list. We've got that sitting there, in the chat now as well, and um,
0: and if you need a, a butt kicking out there, then you can go to Lisa Sout Authentic Partnership dot rocks slash epic dash launch the uh, link is in the thingamabobber the live That's chat impressive. and it'll be in the show notes as well there'll be a link there um so and i've got
1: one last question yeah I you may. got another i've just got one last question um so you know it's it's 2018 the middle of and you know we're, we're quite familiar with a lot of the older launch techniques what are you seeing for the future What's coming down the pipeline, like new techniques, um, new platforms, that sort of stuff?
2: Well, I've been saying for years, text marketing is a big thing. Um, And we're seeing that a lot with nonprofits and live events. I think that's going to be more and more a thing, which Hmm. sucks.
1: You said text marketing?
2: Text. Yeah. Text instead of email.
1: Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a Twitter-like thing, but just right to your phone, texting?
2: Well, no, I mean, like real texts, like texting, you know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you see that you probably, like, if you're on any list for nonprofits, a lot of them will be text. like, um, you know, <laughs> I'm on a lot of political groups, and so they'll have, like, an, a text will come out saying, you know, hey, there's an action tomorrow, can you come to this protest, you know, I get right. that a lot. Um, so I think that kind of thing is going to filter down to more of the, you know, the online world, um, which is, going to be really annoying but
1: there you go. <laughs> yeah i can imagine um, right? yeah.
2: and i think i also think i think um live in person stuff
1: wow um, what a concept
0: that's actually something i wanted to talk to you about today that oh, was a hey. part of my retreat is like we need to start creating some live events and getting the people together uh-huh yeah it goes a long a way thing, you know?
2: Far from a new thing, yeah. but I do think, I think the online community is going to go more in that direction.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's next. an important part of even our philosophy is because we're doing all this online education. We feel that it's actually an important part of our business to be also exercising. Let's get together in person, person, flesh and blood. Let our hearts beat together. Let's feel it. Um, And that's something that is so important. And and so many people out there, you know, caught in their cubicles and their apartments, everything's so separate. We're so alone. We're more lonely, they say, today in these like, you know, huge cities than we've ever been. But we're closer Mm -hmm. physically, you know, beside walking by like, you know, 10,000 people on your way to work every day. It's, It's quite a conundrum.
2: You know, else, I mean, I could, this could just be my little bubble, but I suspect this might not just be my bubble. I think there's going to be more of a, and I'm only saying this because you, you've kind of hinted at it a couple of times, Blair, but I think there's going to be more and more of like spiritual approach to business. Mm. Um, a launch that I just worked on recently, we actually had an energy healer work on the launch, which was like crazy and awesome i was like this is a thing i had no idea um but i it was really cool and i think you know i think that 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 just that kind of mindset of like you know this isn't just about launching a thing but um
0: mm-hmm. more of a
2: merging i guess yeah. spirituality and business i think yeah. i think we're moving that direction too
0: maybe we need to get somebody hire somebody to do reiki on our sales pages
2: yeah, yeah. i know somebody All right.
1: a, it sounds a, like it. a launch medium
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and that's and i want to say too on that note i really like your chakra earrings
2: i have a whole
1: Look at that. oh yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yeah but thank
1: you there's a tree of life on them too so oh nice right on sweet
0: well, yeah. Lisa, this is, uh, it's always wonderful to connect with you. Um, yes. And totally. uh, more conversations to come. We will, you know, I would like to check in in three months from now, once you've worked with a whole bunch more people on their launches and yeah. just build that e-course.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. and keep yeah. us in the loop. <laughs> you know, if, if you, have you know, as, as things progress for you too, you know, I know our listeners or viewers would love to have you back on just to chat and, and see how. How everything's going so it's been great really informative i've learned a lot too so that's great
2: yeah thank you so much guys it is yeah it's always so great to talk with y'all
0: and um, mm-hmm. well this, keep up the amazing awesome. work you're doing in the world sister
2: thank you you too i'm i'm super excited about this show i told my kids i was going to be on tv like,
1: <laughs> yeah i know it's so now fun now you can just right? show them <laughs>
2: oh, I will, I will. They'll, they'll get bored halfway through. they're
0: little. <laughs> right. well, that's cool.'ll you, you'll earn some cool points in their bu- their eyes. so that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome Lisa awesome, Lisa. Well, we'll see you again soon. Yes, bye.
1: Well, Bradley, I guess it's that time. What time is that?
0: It's time for the segment where we show you how did you do that? that? And this week, we're going to the top of Marketer Ridge, where we're going to show you how we scaled up and over the cliff wall.
1: Whoa. Let's check this out. All right. So I'm going to screen share here. Let's bring it in. so this is, let's see, 12-3. So we're climbing. uh, Last week, we showed you a uh with what we called the epiphany we were climbing up the scale uh, uh, scaling the the vertical cliff batman style all the way up so we showed you how to do this this is the one right after uh talking about the conversation which is fitting and um so we had a lot of fun because we kind of said to ourselves like wouldn't it be cool like how do we like we we knew we we're climbing up. What what do we do next? How do we get over? A, like there's got to be a cliff wall or a ledge yeah, or something that just makes for us sense to get up. You know, if we're making a movie, this is just the you the, know, the logical next scene. Um, so and we kind of had to think. Yeah.
0: How do we how do we do that? And so this uh, this is fitting for today as well with the whole launch idea because this is this is about creating a marketing strategy and how the conversation is a huge piece of that which we touched on earlier. So hopefully it's not too
1: loud. Uh, This all sounds really awesome, but what
0: does this conversation actually look like? Well, there's no easy answer to that question because we all have our own wildly unique and creative ways of doing things. And so, you know, this is why it's such a wonderful thing. There's infinite potential and possibilities with us. Right. We need to identify our manifesto or our big statement, though. You know, we have to. We have to know what we stand for, what we believe in, and where we are headed. This is. I like the echo there. Yeah. I, know. I, and, uh, I
1: forget. I forget. It's been so long since we made these.
0: And what we're talking about there is that unique point of view. What makes you unique to everybody else? Yeah. So this was a very fun scene for us to create (laughs) we probably we did a whole bunch of takes to try and get it right and blair do you want to show how we did that so here's blair's nicely organized folder with all of the great e-course adventure videos this is worth a fortune here this little (laughs) yeah it's actually
1: while we're here like it's it's really important as you um, are creating your courses to keep yourself as organized as possible. Yeah. Um. So we're we'll going to our footage folder, and you can see this is a bunch of the raw material. And um, let's open okay. it. Here it is. I haven't watched Matt, this for take years. Take seven. Take seven? Take seven. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Action. Uh, uh, I like the grunting. Uh, uh, All right, so this all
0: sounds really awesome, but what does this conversation actually look like? Well, there's no easy answer to that question because we all have our own wildly, unique, and creative ways of doing things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, as you can see here, we've got, um, I think it was just a living room coffee table. Yep. Um, a couple chairs on either side with uh, a couple pieces of firewood behind my head. Yeah. Um to hold <laughs> you know, very high tech. Yeah. And um and we're actually got you guys our
0: legs were under the coffee table and then we had to like literally try and drag our legs
1: across to create that like leverage
0: thing where it made it look in like we're f-
1: pulling ourselves up. Yeah, in full regalia. Um And so you eventually get all the way up teaching the lesson and
0: uh, and we had a teleprompter right in front of or right behind the camera which was on the TV and and that is basically you know we're basically reading the teleprompter
1: as we go yeah you know so that's 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 it as you can see like no matter what take we do because we had the teleprompter and we had it already scripted out what we want to say it makes it a lot easier because as we've learned from the past you know you come up you're trying to somewhat act in theme to what's going on that there's a lot to to be doing yeah and so it's really refreshing and, and nice to have it already scripted out to yeah. your highest ability to communicate what you're trying to do yeah in this lesson and then all we had to remember
0: do was was grunt and Read basically, yeah, yeah totally, So that's Reed. that's what it is. It's a coffee table with a, bl- a green piece of fabric, and what t- what it turned out to be just looks
1: Simpleful. like a lot of fun. So going back, you know, when you have that there, cho- 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 cho, it's twelve. Where are we? Here we go. So that's it. There's the coffee table. Our legs it's are under a, the coffee table really right awesome, there. But-
0: and we're just kind of like propping ourselves up on our knees. And then
1: we leverage Lift ourselves, ourselves back up. up and, and then that's it. We've got um, a couple different layers here. So we've got a foreground ground layer of some snow. We've got the background layer of the mountains. I've got another foreground layer of snowflakes. What uh, does this, so this is conversation really actually nice look like?
0: Well, there's no easy answer. And as you can see, like, as far as the entertainment aspect, there's, there's not, nothing like really fancy going on here, but we're, we're immersing you in the stories. We're climbing to launch Summit. The environment that we're going through is changing. But essentially, like, we could have easily just been standing in front of a white background and just telling you, like, hey, if you're going to market your course, it's all about the conversations you're having. So what kind of conversations do you want to have? Do this journaling exercise. But what fun is that? You would have gotten bored. Like, yeah. 39 videos ago, and then you would have (laughs) quit. But because we're keeping you in this story world, you're like, I can't wait to see what happens next. And while I'm binge watching this, I'm going to do the homework because these are some really good journaling questions. So um that's that's part of the beauty of this and as you can see like it it wasn't overly complicated now that you know how we made this you could go create a scene you could climb up on the top of a building you could climb up you could do so much with just a table and and it doesn't cost a lot of
1: money to do it just some green fabric you know a couple pieces of firewood a couple chairs you know and uh and just getting creative that's the kind of the name of the game and and then the other part that we keep stressing is staying in theme and selling through, um, through your acting. Yeah. How, this 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 scene make it more realistic. So the grunting, kind of like, oh my god, they're a little they're a little tired. Um, and then at the end here, and this is something that we got into doing for a lot of our lessons is in each scene we somehow communicate where we are mm-hmm. to interact so here at the end well, this is the last like maybe 30 seconds i'll play it and you can see how we actually uh enjoy these the view from here we made it so anyways we're going to check out this epic view we played with the audio congratulations we made it so anyways we're going to check out this epic view yeah yeah a little bit of delay oh. the echo. Oh. wow oh. nice clip
0: Yeah. So So that was often like every single lesson, all 92 of them, there's a call to action that we give the student. You know, for this one, it was around designing your marketing conversations, the conversations that you're wanting to have with your audience that enroll them into your point of view. And they get them to really start to see things from how you see things so that they want to take a journey with you. And so every single lesson has a call to action, like go do these exercises, go do these next steps, go watch these tutorials on setting up your platform, whatever it might be. And so for you, as you're setting up your courses, it's really important that every single video lesson has a clear call to action Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do like a 45 minute video tutorial we used to do that with nine call to actions of like do this then this then this then that then then this then this then that then this and that's just like it's overwhelming try and break things down into micro steps so that people can have fast wins that that give them the momentum and the confidence they need to take the next step. They can
1: accomplish it without tons and tons of of time because we're all so busy. We're trying to fit a lot of these courses into maybe an hour a night, you know, with, with the children doing their stuff and your day job. And, you know, everyone's got so much going on. Yeah. And it's an opportunity for us to create multiple lessons. And so, the more short lessons that you have, the more they come back. The more you totally. get to communicate and, and keep this conversation rolling.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully you learned something or got inspired to go try something out with your own green screen. And if you're not in the green screen magic course, check out greenscreenmagic.com and check it out. If you want to learn how to set up your shots, set up your lighting, but not only that how to communicate your message more effectively, how to create the types of worlds that we create, and how to become a green screen magician yourself. You're going to love the course. It's actually pretty freaking epic. We're very proud of it. Yeah,
1: some of the best work we've done. Hey! Nice work, Bradley. Better work to come, though. Yeah. (laughs) So if
0: you have one of the scenes or lessons that we've created from the Grady course Adventure, Green Screen Magic, or the Art of E-Course Creation, if there's a scene that you're like, whoa, how did they do that? Let us know what it is. We would love to show you in next week's How did we do do that? section of the show. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Lisa. Thank you, viewers out there in Watcher and Listener land. We appreciate all of you so much. And if you like the show today, let us know. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us a comment or a question. And we look forward to seeing you around the digital campfire in the community. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Get her done. Bye-bye.